1: What's going on, everybody? cattle and Finn has got a meetup going down October 16th through 18th at Eastport Marina and Resort in Alpine, Tennessee, which which falls right on Dale Hollow. What we're going to be doing is just hanging out, fishing. uh Depending on the number of people that show up and the interest, we may do a small tournament. Uh, we will have some stuff to give away Saturday evening. We're going to do a hangout and a little little barbecue action. We'll have food for everybody. If you're looking for lodging, you could stay right at the resort. It's $50 per person per night. Um, And what you get is your own personal bedroom on a houseboat, luxury houseboat, courtesy Eastport Marina. That's a special price they gave us to lend to our listeners. If you want uh, more info on the resort, you can go to Eastport.info and uh, their website will pop up there. You'll see all the houseboats and things like that. A majority of our hosts are going to be there, and we would love to spend some time on the water with you. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today.
2: Welcome to the Bass Kayak and Beer segment on the Paddle and Fin Network. It's your host Armando Solan, and on this segment, we kick back with a special guest and talk about life, kayak fishing, and the pursuit of big bass. So get your cold brews on and enjoy the show. Welcome once again, guys, to the Bass Kayak and Beer segment. Today I got the big boss. The big <laughs> boss. He hates it when I call it the big boss, but let me tell you something. You see the OG show, you think it's all funny game. This is like Ellen DeGeneres backstage, man. <laughs> it's the the obscenity that's been thrown your, your way by your boss here, you know, the verbal abuse that we get. Not to mention the sexual harassments. I mean, don't get me started on that. Anyways, we got the big boss today, Mr. Brian Schiller from the OG show. Wow. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. How about you? Pretty good, man. I just brought you in because my guest canceled. So I was like, man, what the heck? Let's just bring Brian in. Uh, I just. I got I'm nobody just... else. Nobody else wanted to come on the show. Ouch. Nah, I'm kidding, man. How's Ouch. everything? Good, man. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I have uh, no idea what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to wing it. It's kind of the last minute. I am serious. My guest was, was a little bit sick, so we couldn't make it today. But I'm um, excited to have my next guest um, probably next week. But anyways, man, glad to have you here, man. Yeah. It's a long time long we haven't been recorded together. Yeah,
1: it's, it's been a while, man. I don't think we've recorded together since you came over to pedal and Finn, right?
2: No, I did a little cameo when uh, Chad Hoover's connection was in. Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. <laughs> still yeah. remember. I always remember that. That kind of got awkward because you said, um, you know, we got a once he was able to connect. He's like, well, we got a bigger name here. You have to go, and I'm like, yeah, a lot bigger. And he took it as a fat joke, and I was like, I had to text back Chad. It was like, D- Mr. Hoover, I did not mean to. <laughs> <laughs> to come out as some fat joke, but he was all cool about it.
1: Yeah, no, he's a he's a good dude. Um, cool still dude. hasn't got his connection situation situated, I guess, because he hasn't been on the show yet. So
2: whatever. yeah, and he went through the whole COVID thing. I think uh, not him and his wife Christy. Oh, they had it. Yeah, he made an announcement. Uh, I th- I mean, if I remember correctly, yeah, his wife that. had it. Um, got checked out, confirmed um christy and then he got sick and he said like there's no point in me getting tested by then it's just feeling statistics like yeah right she yeah. had it so therefore you know i'm feeling yeah. sick so yeah, yeah, let's yeah so yeah, my i have it since he was sick already so but it looks like he's feeling all right man because like he's back together so well, doo doo had it too dustin nichols man yeah
1: yeah um I know a couple of people that have uh, gotten it and gotten over it, you know, yeah. um, nothing too serious, but uh, crazy yeah. times, man. Hopefully yeah, uh, we can get back to normal here sooner than later.
2: Yep. Looks like it's going to be a while before we get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. But, um, hey, you know, at least things are kind of moving forward, right? We got... All of our trail, the the big three back, um, back on schedule. Hobie, BOS. We got um, Bassmasters kayak series. We got KBF, KBBT. Yep. I should I shouldn't say the big three, but yeah, the big three. But also KBBT is always, you know, yeah. it's growing. And also the KFL, which um, Greg Nozar is going to be recording. If you haven't missed that show, um, if you, if you missed that show, I'm sorry. Um, Dan Perry, and Jimmy, don't call me Leonard Skinner, um, recorded for The Reel Down. Um, so live show with Greg I Go check it out on Paddle and Finn if you missed the live show, you know, on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Is Jimmy Jimmy's from Alabama. Is Jimmy related to Leonard Skinner? This is probably the stupidest question I've asked in my podcast. I have to ask him.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, know. I don't think so. Uh, he has
2: the beard going on, you know. It could be. Jimmy's a
1: uh, Jimmy's a good dude. He, uh, he is amazing, dude. Me and uh, Jay Randall got to spend the weekend with him down at uh, Kentucky Lake a couple weekends ago, and uh, we had a good time, man. A lot of laughs, um, caught some fish, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just an all around great weekend. So it was good to actually. Uh, you know, finally meet him in person uh, for the first time, and um, you know, spend some time on the water together. Uh, we had a lot of, lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Yeah, so, he's a great dude. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting a couple other guys that uh, I haven't met personally. Uh, Dudu, you're gonna meet Dudu soon. Yeah, I can't wait to give him a big old hug, man. Um, he's like my brother from another mother. Um, Dan Perry. Um, Sean Lavery's coming down. Um, I've met Milford once, once in person, I think. Um, Brad Hicks was out here, uh, by me this, this year already. Um, hoping Josh Eldridge makes his way down. And, uh, I think that's it, man. I don't know. I have a hard time keeping track of all of us. (laughs)
2: Nice. Uh, And for those that don't know, uh, we're going to have a meetup at Dale Hollow, right? Tennessee? Yep. Dale Hollow uh, in
1: Tennessee. And um, that is October. Sorry, I'm pulling up everything right now. Uh, October 16th through the 18th at uh, Eastport Marina and Resort in Alpine, Tennessee um we're gonna do a little tournament on uh saturday um food and barbecue saturday night um and then we have a country music star uh jl fuchs is gonna be there nice uh playing the guitar singing um the resort is offering up uh like some cheap sack launches I think it's like 750 a person for a sack Got launch that. each day um, the marina is really uh, rolling out the red carpet if you're looking for a place to stay you could stay right at the marina it's 50 bucks a night per person you get a bedroom on a luxury houseboat which is pretty cool so you could
2: but that's an leave. amazing price
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah they're setting it up man Uh they're they're wanting to draw in the kayak fishing crowd. Um, they're actually becoming a kayak dealer, I guess, as well. Nice. Um, they're going to start selling new canoes and I forget what the other brand is off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, they're selling uh, kayaks there now and stuff. So um, it, it's it's a pretty cool spot. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I know guys are already uh, making reservations and stuff like that, and uh, it's just going to be a good. Good weekend, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to be there for a couple extra days, so it'll, it'll be nice.
2: Nice. So oh, what can people contact uh, for reservation? Uh,
1: for reservations, um, you contact the marina uh, or call Richard at area code 931-797-5064. Mention Paddle and Fin and uh they will get you set up um i know uh all the hosts and stuff will be under one roof in a big cabin that they're giving us and uh the uh you know listeners and stuff can all uh get together in the houseboats and stuff which which is kind of cool when i heard he was doing that because he was rented out of cabins i was kind of like man i want to be in a houseboat That's kind of cool yeah (laughs) you know what i mean but uh for those guys, I mean, it would be nice for them. They could just tie off their kayaks to the to the houseboat, leave their kayaks in the water ready to go. So they just roll out of bed and jump in the boat in the morning and roll out. So Nice. Yeah, man. It'll be a lot of fun, man. Uh, we're going to do some cool stuff, and uh, I think people are going to like it, man. Uh, you know, I know we wanted to do a bunch of meetups this year, but unfortunately with COVID and everything yep. like that, that all got put on hold um so now that things are kind of taming down a little bit um you know uh we can do this and um they have plenty of room for us to spread out they have an outdoor bar and stuff like that so uh everybody can kind of you know keep their distance and and still partake and have a good time
2: and stuff so nice nice man it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be super fun uh you know, hope more people get to, to go, man, and enjoy it because it's gonna be super fun get them uh get a little tournament on the weekend, you know, for fun, bragging rights, and uh enjoy the company of some of the best hosts in the paddle and Finn. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it'll be a lot of a lot of fun, man. Good time. Cool, man, cool, cool. So what's new, man? What's uh what can you tell us about Panel and Finn? I know there's some stuff coming that needs to be wait. Before announcement, but what stuff can we tell our listeners to expect in the future that we're okay with talking about now?
1: Uh, You're talking to the wrong dude, because I don't like giving anything up. No? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, I mean, we, you know, obviously, um, it's kind of crazy, man, right? Like, so I started the podcast with a good friend of mine. And uh, he has since stepped away and Jay Randall kind of filled his shoes and, you know, Jay and I are pretty close friends and, um, you know, we started bouncing ideas back and forth off each other about this whole podcast thing as it was like gaining traction and moving forward and, you know, ideas on what we thought, um, we could do with it, um, for fishing kayak fishing and the kayak community kayak fishing community in general and it's really given everyone a platform you know what i mean to uh really spotlight um all the various different anglers companies tournament trails tournament clubs like you name it like anything kayak fishing related like and that's a thing like you look at it there are some other podcasts and live shows and stuff like that that um, represent part of the kayak community, but they also venture out into the big boat world, mm-hmm. um, the big bass tournament world, the old um, you know TV personalities and things like that. But we're legit 100% like we're all about kayak fishing and we're doing it at a, at a higher rate, right? Like seven days a week, we have a new episode going up. We have some days where like those segments flip flop every other week, things like that. So we've gotten really big and we've really taken off. And I guess I could kind of spill the beans on this. Like, so it took us a while to get to a hundred thousand plays. Um, and we've seen a lot of growth this year, and I think we hit 100K right at April 1st, and we will be at 200K by tomorrow, which is which is Tuesday, so the day before this airs. Um, so it's kind of crazy, right? So now we start talking amongst all of us, and you know we we're gonna start restructuring some things, um, doing more things expanding into some other things in the kayak fishing realm um and it's all good positive stuff you know it's like we've yeah. kind of been flying by the seat of our pants now we're really hunkering down and uh putting a putting game plans together looking forward to the future and what's the next step right like what what do we do that's you know we we've already grown this huge platform so now what's the best ways to utilize it and, and take it in some other directions um, and multiple directions um, to keep bettering the community, the sport growing um, the sport and things of that nature. So um, yeah, there's some stuff in the works, man. Like I, you know, I don't want to spill all the juice, but I mean like, like, like the meetup thing, right? Like, um, we're going to be looking at doing more of that in 2021, um, just because we kind of got screwed with 2020 and that kind mm-hmm. of all got put on the back burner. Um, and we got some ideas for that kind of stuff moving forward. Um, we're talking about getting, uh, we, got, we got some guys on our crew that are very creative, um, talking about getting some new swag put together that'll be available to everybody else um we got a new revamp coming to the website um that'll all be done like i'm really hoping like we get all this stuff nailed down by january 1st so we're going full steam ahead into 2021 um so it'll be interesting man um you know i think a lot of people are going to like what we have put together i will say we'll have a really big announcement coming out right we're hoping on november 1st um maybe plus or minus a couple days um but it's going to be big and i think people are going to get excited about it um especially with with what we're talking about doing i just can't spill the beans on that because uh we're still in the works ironing out some fine details and things of that nature but uh um it's going to be cool and i think a lot of people are going to dig it And I think it's going to set the standard for some things and,
2: um,
1: really raise the bar on, on some other things that already exist. So, um, it'll be really cool, man. Um, you know, obviously we couldn't do this stuff without the support of everybody listening. Right. And that's one thing. Like I always try to keep myself and stay humbled by that. Like, um, you know, I've always said I'm just some guy that gets behind a microphone and just rambles about kayak fishing just because I love it and I'm I'm interested in learning more and more and more about it. Um, you know, but um you know I w- when we recorded the first episode on Paddle and Finn, we had no intentions that anybody would listen to it. Uh we figured at least it could be a timeline of of our adventure into the kayak fishing world and through it and stuff like that. And, uh, slowly, but surely, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really exploded. And, uh, I still talk to my buddy that started the podcast with the Godfather and, um, you know, he's just like, dude, I can't believe what you have done you know, like, and I'm like, well, it's not just me, you know what I mean? And that's the thing too, that goes back to like, you're calling me big boss man at the, at the beginning. Like I don't look at it like that. And I know a lot of you guys, you know, no, I don't look at it like that. I think we're like a family and uh, you know, um, I'm, I always value everybody's opinion. It's not just me pulling the strings behind the scene, you know? I'm not the guy behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz. it's uh, it's a it's a group effort, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and if it wasn't a group effort, I don't think we would be where we are today. you know what I mean? Um, you know i'm I'm very humbled by the fact that like I try to do way too much and I just can't do it all. And it took me a long time to realize that as as we've grown. Um, as a podcast platform and a platform for the community, like I've always tried to take on as much as possible to not put the burden on the rest of us or the rest of you guys and gal. Um, but now it's like, we're to that point. There's no way I can manage it all with, Mm. you know, having a 50 to 60 hour a week job, them doing this and um you know working for the kayak shop and things like that like you know um a lot of people uh um I'm sorry I saw a message come through on my phone I got sidetracked. Um I know a lot of people just listen to the episodes but they don't know like what it what it takes to like really sit down and get these things nailed out nailed down get a guest like like for instance tonight man like you had a guest that got sick something that comes up man so now you're scrambling to make sure that you have an episode for your audience on the day it's supposed to be out right and like that just shows and, and you're not the only one that's happened to it's happened to all of us um but it just shows the dedication that um we all have um you know we're not getting paid by this like nobody in the podcast world's getting paid
0: mm-hmm. for
1: doing the shows maybe scott Butcher, but scott i haven't seen a show from him in a long time sorry bro <laughs> but uh you know what i mean and, and and that's just it like this is all you know we're doing this in our free time and for the love of the sport dude and i yeah. think uh you know it's kind of crazy and i think many people realize that and i think that makes us more relatable right like um and i think that's what really captivates our audience is we're just a bunch of normal guys and gal and we just love the sport of kayak fishing and talking about it and learning more about it and uh, along with our audience i think we sometimes all learn together which i think is the coolest thing in the world you know what i mean um that was part of the foundation on starting the podcast is, you know, when I got into the kayak fishing world, I had a really rough time finding good, solid information. Like, yeah. I'll be the first to admit, the first kayak I bought was an Ascend 128T. <laughs> did a bunch of that research. was <laughs> 12T. Yeah, I, I, I did a bunch of research, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and it was like, I, I've always been big on being able to stand up and stretch out. I'm a tall guy. Um, I like to stand and fish. Um, so like that was a huge thing. And I saw all these videos, like these guys were like, yeah, I could do this. And it was a cheaper boat, um, compared to some of the rest. And I sold that boat three weeks after I bought it. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much right around the time we started the podcast. And You know, it was like there's so much false information out there, so why don't we, like, try to just gain as much information as we can and put it out into the public? There wasn't, like, podcasts, so to speak. I mean, back when Paddle and Fin started, there was... uh, um, uh,
2: Yak Tactics? Yak
1: Tactics. There was Kayak Fishing Raw, which is based on saltwater. Their audio sucked and um jim sammons and i believe that was it and you know we came around and we were like all right well whatever and you know at that time we felt like yak tactics was like our biggest competition but like it wasn't even competition because we were huge fans of those guys like i listen to every episode those guys put out they're really cool dudes No. Yep. Um, but sometimes, because they're out on the West Coast, man, and, and it's weird that there's a huge divide between it is. the West Coast and the rest of the country. Um, and I feel like those guys get forgotten about sometimes no. for those folks on this side of the on this side of the country. But, dude, I mean, they have huge turnouts, huge tournaments, uh, no. huge fish, multi-species fish, the ocean fishing um and all that good stuff man and you know it was like why not add to it why not be part of that where we kind of help bridge that divide and and things like that and kind of uh you know go back and forth and you know just continue to help educate you know so i don't know man i know that was a long-winded answer for you, <laughs> but uh
2: it was a perfect answer no, nah, but it, it's it's true. One, I want to I'll touch on a little something you said there. The the that it's interesting. The um the West Coast, man. Now we were talking about it on one of my previous episodes with Jimmy. Um, and uh, it's interesting because nowadays, you know, with technology and social media, everything, there seems like you know the world has gone smaller. But when it comes to kayak fishing, I'm I thinking. And a lot of it has to do with geographic. But California, it's like it's it's a monster in itself. Like it's it's so divided between the Midwest and, you know, which is bass country and the Southeast, which is uh, uh, Southeast and South um, Midwest, also bass country. There's, you know, there's that group of people that can just drive, you know, from one tournament to another. But, I mean, driving from California up to over here, even Texas, I mean, you have to go through the whole Rocky Mountains. Yeah. You know, it's so separated. So as far as bass fishing goes, there's a bunch of dead space, which, and I don't mean to be insulting to anybody, but really, when it comes to bass fishing... There's a lot of dead space there when in the Rocky Mountains. And granted, Catherine Fields is from Utah, and she beat um, Christine Fisher on her first KBBBT fishing in Utah. So there is, but the culture is more trout fishing than it is bass yeah. fishing. I don't, yeah. I don't know of any major tournaments that has a stopover in in the Rocky Mountains. So for them, it's over there. And then you have the Delta, which is completely different from any we'll other see- fishing that – than See, it is in the
1: Midwest. That's the thing. There is plenty of bass opportunities. Oh, there. heck yeah. There is, there is bass tournaments. It's like KBF, KBF held a, a trail event in uh, Pueblo, Colorado. Um, I know Idaho has got a huge uh, bass scene out there. It's a lot of river fishing, a lot of smallmouth, but they do mm. have good largemouth up there as well and big ones and and that's the thing like you don't hear about it out out this way you know what i mean but yeah you're right like traveling wise doesn't make sense
2: no but
1: um you know i think it's just like it, it's almost like that whole west coast kind of separates themselves from the rest yeah and i don't know if it's that they feel left out because of that travel divide or if mm. it's um you know, something something else along that nature. But, um, you know, it just, I don't know, man. I There's so many good sticks out in Cali. Man. Heck, yeah. Um, I think that's one thing, like, looking forward, like, we got to do more of is um, trying to uh, highlight those guys.
2: Yep. And it's interesting because the tournament over there is like, any tournament in California, look at the top ten list. Guarantee you. Ten, nine out of ten, maybe ten out of ten. It's gonna be all uh, local anglers. Um, the what was it? Hobie B O S top three. Well, I no. Nah, I think even the top ten were just California guys. Then Bassmaster, I think is the one. I think Russ Snyder won, and he is originally from California. Although you know he's what in Indiana now, but still he's California born. Born and he did. Uh, fishing guides in california so he's basically california that was the top 11 were were all california guys so it's 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 interesting because it's only a tournament over there if you're not from california there's a good chance you're not gonna win cody which finishes in the top three on every event finished i think 10th in the hobie bos event in california which is like Seriously, <laughs> like you would think, uh, uh, Cody. I think we finished tenth or eleven, something like that. Hmm. Um, so it's 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 a different monster, man. Very different, very different. Yes, but for great sure. anglers out there. Awesome. So, kind of want to switch things up a little bit here because I don't, you know, we're gonna have some fun here. So we're gonna put Mister. Brian Schiller the big boss on the spot and ask him some some questions. Some of them are going to be bass, you know, fishing related. Other of them are going to be just crazy questions. See what he does. Let's put him on the fire here. You ready? Yep. All right. Let's see first question. What nick- nickname have you been called that you hate?
1: Uh big boss man. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> that i hate um i don't i don't really have one that i hate. No. no i i go by so many nicknames man um yeah i don't i don't i don't hate hate any of them except big boss man or boss and yeah, those those
2: well, you, you you used to work in the kitchen <laughs> um, you're probably the only white guy in that kitchen so i'm sure you got some nicknames over there you just don't know what they mean <laughs> oh no I knew exactly what they meant that was that was way back in the day yeah uh... oh man if you can go fishing with a fictional character who would you go fishing with fictional character if I could go fishing with a fictional character yeah if you want to take a fictional character somebody that doesn't really exist who would you take like like a cartoon or like uh like a fictional character, star? yeah, it could be, yeah, just a fictional character, um, could be a cartoon, oh man,
1: uh. That's a good
2: question. Let me come back to that. Let me think let about Let me come that. back. I, I got the perfect one for that, but, okay, i well, will let you le- later on. Um, well, what's yours? What's yours? What's um, yours, man? Jessica Rabbit. Who else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Your mind's in the gutter, bro. See where, see where you're going with that. Hey, I mean, hey, I didn't – it's fishing. I said it's going kayak fishing, okay? Nothing. Um um okay so you ready for the? or no, you want me I'm to not go ready. on yeah not, going, okay okay let's see okay okay famous person that passed away you would take kayak fishing with you Who would you take somebody's no longer with us famous famous person they gotta be famous yeah, kind of, because everybody everybody brings on the show says which I mean I understand you know the grandpa or you know yeah. their dad or you know but um
1: <clears throat> is Bill Dance still alive? <laughs> I hope so. I think he is, he? is right? Yeah, he is. Um, so that's <clears throat> that doesn't work. Um.
2: Man, I don't know. You stumped me on this. You stumped oh, me on this. You know, um, I'm going to say controversially, I'm going to say Hitler. Because maybe if we take him out fishing, you know, it could probably turn the page on a lot of things that would never have happened. Because that guy needed to go kayak fishing, for real. Who's he would that? be a lot, lot better mood. Hitler? Oh, God. <laughs> He'd be in a lot better mood if you take him kayak fishing. What do you think? I don't know. That <laughs> dude had some serious problems, bro. I don't know. I c I don't even know how we got there. Oh I'm just trying to think something will change the world, you know. But okay, what's the grossest thing you've ever seen someone do in public? The grossest thing I've ever seen
1: somebody do in public? Yes. Oh man. I mean I just saw a brawl the other morning at the gas station, but that wasn't gross. That was fun.
2: I <laughs> saw so um, what?
1: A brawl? Some some? Oh some man! Two dudes? You got saw that? It. It, no, I was dude. I was pumping gas. It was seven o'clock in the morning. Like,
2: I don't know. It's a whole other story. And they they got into it? Like just yeah, this like, part and everything? Like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. And yeah. you didn't record it. You didn't do the whole social media thing where everybody no, took their no, phone and recorded it. It's not
1: on World Star. Sorry. Oh man. man. Yeah, I know I suck. Um probably, dude, like uh <laughs> you, you know, I've I've seen some pretty nasty things at concerts, like dudes not waiting for the porta potty and stuff. Like oh, there you go. Come on, bro. Like
2: one you... number one or number two? Uh both. Oh god. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. You remember that, that, I think, I haven't seen it live. I saw it on video. That, I don't, know, I don't, I'm even thinking if I want to bring it up. But when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You remember that? You know where I'm going with this? No, I don't know. Where what you're people, people about. there was I a video. I don't follow football. Um, yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm kidding. Um, Hockey's where it's at, bro. That's true. Um, shout out to the Dallas Stars, man. I'm oh, here for a, me a break. Yes. That's the grossest
1: thing I've ever seen anybody do Dallas public. Stars,
2: man. I, I moved to Texas. I'm not a fan. I don't – I can't can't my own Texas fan base. But uh-huh. I'm not a fan of the Cowboys just because I wasn't born – or the yeah. Mavs because I wasn't born in Texas. I moved here 10 years ago. But since I didn't know hockey until I moved to the United States, I just – you know what? I'll pick the Dallas Stars. I'm going to be a fan of them. So –
1: What's the biggest sport in Puerto Rico? Soccer.
2: You know what? No, 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 no. Cricket. Um, cr- <laughs> I should be offended by that stupid question. What? Cricket? Know. We're not an English colony. Don't we don't. <laughs> we we don't you drive on the, on the left side of the street. Day. It's like, oh, that's so insulting. Football baseball baseball and boxing Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah well actually okay. yeah that makes sense soccer is making a huge um, well, baseball growing.
1: baseball is super huge down there and boxing it was well, it's
2: it's dying it's there's a lot of good dying. a lot of good pitchers came out of Puerto Rico right Not really no uh, you're talking this. about Dominicans a lot yeah. of uh, great uh Pitchers uh, came out from the Re- Re- Dominican Republic, which is like gotcha. Pedro Martinez and a bunch of others. We've gotten a lot of like infielders and catchers. Mm. You know, we get a lot of those in Puerto Rico, but it's surprisingly because winter ball in Puerto Rico, we used to, when we had winter ball in Puerto Rico, even Johnny Bench would go to Puerto Rico to play winter ball. In its golden days, we had Roberto Clemente, Johnny Bench. We had some, we had some, great guys. It was fun to go watch the games, but now it's... I, I don't... I think we still have winter ball, but um, I think soccer is kind of, like, growing. I'm not going to say... It's, it's, over. The, it's. I'm not going to say it's taken over yet, but it is growing by leaps and bounds every year. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, anyways, that um, uh, that... There was a video went viral of people eating other people or their own Crap in the streets of Philadelphia when All right, the... I'm done. No, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. I'm almost sorry I said it. Okay, um, what's your this can't be happening moment on the water fishing? My what? This cannot be happening to me on the water fishing while you were fishing, like a moment, yeah, that you like, yeah, oh my like God, a this
1: snake is... slithering through the water, almost jumping yeah. in my boat. Yeah, no, that's that, no. No, not. Yep. I don't like That's snakes. your moment. Yep. Wow. Or a big old spider coming down out of a tree as I'm fishing the bank. Yep. Nope. Not happening.
2: That's uh yeah. I started um a couple of years ago before I even got to started doing kayak fishing. I started doing the whole um float thing. Yeah, yeah. You got a little float with your flippers and yep, yep. Um, and here in Texas, when you get a six foot long gar just breach next to you and you're on that little float tube that'll wake you up yeah that'll wake you up real quick see yeah, uh, i don't mind about that dude it, this, this i mean it, i know it's not gonna kill me but it still its like yeah. that thing is bigger than i am and it has a mouthful of razor sharp teeth and i'm on a little my friend used to say i have a friend that used to say you know, when you tell them, well, don't worry, they don't attack. He says, what did he forgot he doesn't attack? What if he, what if he forgot he doesn't eat humans?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, that's a good way to put it. That'd but, yeah, that'll woke me up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, snake. What type of snake? If you remember? Was it I, a venomous I snake? I don't know. I've had it happen a couple of times. I don't like it. A couple of times? Yeah. yeah. I've had to come close, but not try to get on the kayak. Every time I see those videos or pictures on Instagram, it's like, how the heck did a venomous snake decide to get on your kayak?
1: And yeah, just- I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like seeing them slithering through the water getting close to me.
2: All right. I don't blame you. Usually when they're on the water, I'm almost assuming they're venomous. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, have you ever had a weird Uber experience?
1: I got a funny Uber experience. Okay,
2: go ahead. That, that'll that work. <laughs>
1: uh, so I was out in Vegas uh, with a friend of mine. I like to uh, go out there. I got timeshare out there. And uh, we were out there. Uh, it was a guy's trip. We like to play a lot of poker. Um, we were at... I think We were leaving Bally's. We got an Uber, and uh timeshare is like it's on Las Vegas Boulevard, but like off of the strip portion, like down by the airport. So it's like a 15-20-minute ride, and uh we get into an Uber. Um and my buddy Thomas is a is a goofy guy, he likes he's a chatterbox, he likes talking to anybody and everybody. But he also likes being a goofball. So we're in the backseat of this Uber, and um, the driver was probably like, I would say Indian or you know from India somewhere in that area, Middle East. Didn't speak like very good English, and uh, uh, so my buddy Thomas uh, starts asking the guy if he if he's ever heard a grinder. Which, for those that don't know, is like a gay dating app. Um, I don't suggest you go look at it. I heard, heard you heard
2: <laughs> that it's really it's heard pretty well, I've gross heard.
1: because I've never seen it, and i like I'm like, dude, what the hell uh-huh. are you talking about? Uh-huh. So he convinced this guy to check out Grinder, um, that it was the newest and best thing next to Google, and went on for fifteen minutes telling this guy how great how great Grinder was and how he needs to check it out. So the, I'm sure the guy dropped this off, pulled over and went to check out Grinder, and realized it was like a gay dating site or so, something along those lines. And uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. There was other things that were said in there that I probably can't repeat on the podcast because we like to keep it clean, but it was very humorous, very humorous. And I'm sorry mr uber driver that my buddy's a jerk
2: so <laughs> there we go oh man that that yeah i yeah. didn't know about the whole grinder app thing until and i haven't seen it but until you guys were joking about it on the chat on the host chat and i'm like what the heck is Grinder? Yeah. no no it wasn't that it was uh on that show jay rondo's gonna kill me but uh that's (laughs) cool with mike mckintree my mike oh my god mike mike i was i was coming back from the lake yeah i was i was pre-fishing lake Granberry in texas tournament and you and i talked you actually talked, uh talk me out of the ledge because i was having a horrible day right a horrible day and on my way back after i hung up with you i started listening to that podcast i could not stop laughing If you haven't seen it, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It's the OG show with, what's the title of it? With Mike Mike
1: McKintree. Yeah, and uh, it's also, like, the live show is also on the Facebook page, and Jay's face got my bright red, so it was pretty funny.
2: I felt sorry for Jay. Jay, don't kill me for bringing <laughs> that up. But, I mean, we need we need the followers. We need the listeners. So, thank you for doing your part, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It oh, was funny. Oh, yes, it was. Okay. So, when, when you were a kid, what uh, do you have any posters of any famous athletes or? Uh, Michael poster? Jordan. Michael Jordan? Everybody oh, yeah. had a poster of Michael Jordan. I My... was huge
1: into basketball. I'm a tall guy. Uh, I played basketball through... Middle school till I found a skateboard and a snowboard, and then that all went downhill. Literally, yeah, pretty much (laughs) down a ramp, one of the two. Uh, yeah, my Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, it was pretty much Michael Jordan, and uh, a lot of um, I used to have oh man, what was it, upper deck. Was a was a players' yeah. cards. Yep. I had a, a poster that my dad had bought me and it was from I think it was like the ninety two, ninety three championship. Um and cool. it had all the upper deck gold cards of all the players oh, yeah. and Jordan's was in the middle and then there was like a basketball. So like but I also had posters of him up on the walls. Um, and then I had a lot of like, you know, as I got older, a lot of s- snowboarding and skateboarding images and stuff that I would rip out a Thrasher magazine or trans world skateboarding or snowboarding, and I'd like tape them up on the wall. Who's your favorite snowboarder?
2: Dude, I, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even remember. I got, I got into snowboarding. It's funny because from Puerto Rico, we don't have snowboarding there but i got into snowboarding cuz i met some friends um they're from colorado and i i was wow that was 20 years ago and i went snowboarding colorado once i've gone back to colorado every year oh nice um i love it have you gone to colorado snowboarding oh yeah oh my god that is amazing yeah man. my what really i got me like really pumped up um about uh snowboarding was that um red bull uh, kind of like not documentary, but just I don't know the movie called in uh, the Art of Flight with yep. Travis Rice. God, yeah, yeah. I still I own that DVD. I still watch it all the time, and I, I God, Travis Rice, that dude is snowboarding is crazy. What yeah. he's doing. Crazy, yeah. There's, crazy.
1: there's a few crazy guys out there, man. But I know the documentary you're talking about. I've seen yeah. it before. Yeah, it's Jeremy Jones, Travis
2: Rice. There's a bunch of them. Sean um,
1: White, I think, was in
2: there. Sean White. did like a little cameo when they were like in the ramps, but uh, I think the art of flight was more like uh like back country, yeah. Um the and DC drops, see, Jesus, and drops, you know, 90 degree angles, and the guys doing 360s and inverts and it's like what the heck dude you're not even human i'd love to do that do that (laughs) but yeah man you know what's funny i want to touch on something because i think when i started doing um snowboarding i did not know anything about snowboarding and i didn't really skate yeah i did surfing but the thing with surfing is even though the balance is still there surfing is based on um energy that's moving you pushing you on a wave yeah. while um snowboarding is gravitational pull so it's right. completely different sure, how sure, you sure, you sure. interact with the board and in this case the mountain with the wave and it took me like five years because i would go like once a year three days you know back to back to back three days so it took me like three or four years to really kind of hone in on snowboarding and because I had nobody to teach me and I, I was poor. I didn't, I didn't have like if, all the money that I have was to like get on a plane, pay for the, pay for the lift tickets, beer yeah. and, and Doritos. Cause I was a lunch, dinner and breakfast. <laughs> so I didn't have money to spend like $300 to spend on an instructor. Yeah. And I wasn't gonna do that $50 with kids that are five years old. So I, and there's a point to this story. It took me about five years to really master. And it was frustrating, but I apply that to kayak fishing in the sense that you we see these hammers like Russ Snyder Cody milton, Jody Quinn, and a lot of them are from this culture and this form this click groups like I've talked to Cody Milton and before I had him on my when I had him on my show on the pre on the pre-show conversation, I told him, I mean, you know, you got a rivalry going with Russ Snyder, you know, who's the best, you know, right. kind of guy go back and forth. Is there a rivalry between you guys? It's like, oh man, we talk every day, you know? So there's this camaraderie, this uh, click group, and, and and I don't mind, I'm not saying that in the meaning way, but this group of people that share, constantly sharing their knowledge, on, and they're from different parts, you know, Russ Snyder being from right. L.A., Cody Milton being from Arkansas, Jody Quinn, I don't know, where is Jody Quinn from, West I can't remember. West Virginia. Um, so they're sharing all this knowledge while we are here watching YouTube, you know, because my background, I didn't know about, my first bass was four years ago. My right. first kayak fishing bass was... Three years ago, right. so it's one of those things where it's like it's man, it's frustrating when you go to a tournament. This is my first year doing tournaments, and I see these guys just like come so natural to them, and I have to remind myself this is the same as, as me snowboarding because sure. I didn't, I didn't, I had to learn by myself. For me, kayak fishing, I'm gonna have to learn by myself too. You know, there's YouTube. there's there's um, uh, my favorite one, uh, Fluke Master Gene Jensen. Whenever I need to work on a that technique, that's the first video I want to watch. And that does help out a lot. But the reality is it's it's time on the water. You only have like weekends to spend time on the water. You have all the responsibilities. It's frustrating. And I say this to all those people that are starting to get in kayak fishing. If you're not already from a, a, a bass fishing culture it, or a fishing culture in general, like myself, yeah it's gonna take time for you to figure out to the level where you're like enjoying it most of the time. Right. Where you're not skunking three out of five days, you go out fishing. Or where you're catching a limit more than you are skunking. That takes time. Even when you watch videos, unless you can find somebody, a local hammer that is great at kayak fishing and you can, you can go fishing with them, it's going to take time, man. And that's, I see people sometimes quit and say, oh, it's too boring, or I like fishing, but it's just I can't catch anything. It, it takes time. It takes a lot right, of time right, to, right. to master that more than any other sports, I think. Cool, man. I agree. How long did it take you to go to learn kayak? Do you, you came from that background of you were fishing since you were little for yeah. bass fishing? Yeah. So kayak fishing came to you naturally? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had,
1: uh, you know, in my youth, I had a 15-foot canoe I used to fish out of solo and with a friend. And, uh, you know, I'd take my girlfriend paddling around the lake for a nice romantic stroll on the water. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I used to stand and fish out of that thing. Um, So, I mean, it came the kayak thing was supernatural. It wasn't anything. I mean, there was definitely a little bit of a learning curve, like especially when it came to tournaments and measuring mm. your fish and catch photo release, all that stuff. But, um, like, for the actual fishing aspect, it was no big thing for me.
2: Cool, man. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, I meant to ask you, what poster did you have of Michael Jordan? Which one? I want to see if this is the same one I had uh i think i think it was one of him dunking there was the picture was from above the rim and he's just looking at the rim and
1: dunkings that the one no i think it was a little further back and he was i think it was one of those ones where he like it almost jumped from like by the free throw line and he was oh okay there. yeah
2: that's yeah. the classic one, one yeah I had I think the title of that poster was Above the Rim. It was just a picture of him like a yeah, yeah, yeah. backcourt camera, just like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. that was yeah, that's the one that most of my friends had. Tongue hanging out, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Bulls were your favorite team, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, dude. I'm from Chicago, man. I know, but you don't like the Bears, you don't like the Cubs, you don't like the White Sox. I didn't say I didn't like the Cubs. You didn't, but you don't follow them, right? I or you used don't like to. baseball in general. I used to. I used what to go to Cubs games to- all the time. And you, and when so you watch them with they're the lovable losers, but you don't watch them now when they're actually, well, for the most part, good. Yeah, dude. Now they're good. So I don't watch them. <laughs> What's the point?
1: <laughs>
2: Who's your it's favorite? Just
1: like, just like the Blackhawks, man. I used to be huge fans of the Blackhawks. Until they won? Until <laughs> those knuckleheads started just butchering our team. Well, I used to have season tickets to their minor league team, which is. The stadium's like 20, 25 minutes from my house. So, you used to have season tickets, and I'd watch the game. So, I'd see all the young kids coming up through the organization, making their way to the Hawks. And a lot of those kids had a lot of potential, and then they just started selling them off and, you know, making some bonehead moves. So, I was just like, I'm done with you clowns. Go Cats. Like,
2: like socks, like the soccer. Same thing that they, well, anyways. Never mind. Moving on. So who's your favorite uh, Chicago Cubs, Cubs player? Uh, Probably Moises Alou. Moises Alou? Really? Yeah. Lou. Really? Moises Alou? Don't get me wrong. He was great, but he was hardly a Chicago uh, a Cub. Like, he was only there for a few years. More famous yeah. for having Steve Bartman rob him from a third out. Yeah,
1: that's true. I that don't want to bring them. That dude's going to end up on the bottom of Lake Michigan someday. Does he live? No, he lives in Florida now, right? Steve yeah, Butler, he right? moved out of Chicago, man. He that couldn't was, handle it. People wanted bad. to kill that dude.
2: I, I'll give him props for not kind of like he could have made money. Like have said, hey, you know what? If I'm hated, I might as well make money. Do cameo appearances here and there. Um, he could have cashed in on that fame like a lot of sure. people do, sure, but he sure, didn't. Sure, sure. So yeah. I give him props. I think we should pardon him already. <laughs> we haven't. No. My, my favorite uh, Cubs was Andre Dawson. That's when I started watching the Cubs. Oh, yeah, dude. Ryan Sandberg. Ryan Sandberg, the hog, the penguin at third base. Sean du- Well, Sean Dawson came after the penguin, but he was our shortstop. Um, um, Lee was our flamethrower. Uh, yeah. What was his first name? I forgot. Um. For Leo. Anyways, the closer I'm um, talking about, yeah, 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 Durham, the first baseman with the chains, gold chains. I love him too. Oh, Poppy, we had a we had a bunch of good players back then. I was '84. We got swept. What was it? we got swept by the Padres? Anyways, yeah, something like that. Okay, final questions. If you came, if humans came with a warning label, what would your warning label be? Uh like, go ahead all humans are dumb that's your warning label yeah be cautious all prone right.
1: <laughs> no to, i just want kidding. to get moody uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding no um, a warning label like i don't know it's all humans are different you know like well, we all have different personalities what
2: will be yours
1: my warning label yeah um don't feed the animal all
2: right don't feel feed the animal inside yeah okay so did you figure out who's gonna who's gonna be your fictional character you're gonna take fishing with you
1: um i don't know jesus i suck man sorry bro
2: gi joe gi joe there you
1: go we'll
2: take gi joe were you a fan of G.I. Joel's growing up?
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Every Saturday morning, cartoons. That was your favorite cartoon? That was one of them.
2: What was the other ones?
1: I don't know. What Was there Tom and Jerry?
2: Yeah, I hated Tom, Tom and Jerry.
1: Tom was good. Uh, all the Looney Tunes stuff. You know, kids nowadays don't even know what that crap is.
2: Dude, Looney Tunes was hilarious. Mighty
1: mouse, dude. Mighty Mighty mouse. Mouse.
2: Man. Yeah, I I look at it now and I watch the um and some of them are even banned now. And it's funny that they're banned because it's like, how is a Saturday morning cartoon um banned now? And then I think about it, it's like, yeah, there was a lot of racism in those cartoons. When you look at it now, you're like, holy crap, how did it get away with that? Like, really? Speedy Gonzalez? TV shows too, man. Yeah. T V shows too. Yeah. Archie Bunker. God, yeah. that was yeah. horrible. Archie Bunker and the and the spin-off, the Jeffersons. Yeah. That was another one, man. Yeah. Yeah. TV has changed. You can you cannot that the is world, one show. The world was, has changed. The world has changed. You the can world never has become
1: way too overly sensitive, I feel.
2: And yeah, in a way they are. I think like, like there's a lot of TV shows you can bring back. You can never bring back Archie Bunker. Oh I'm no, no, no <laughs> there's no, no way no, he's gonna no, be able to bring no. that show back. Never, no. never in a million years. That was when I look at it now. It's like, yeah that that one is uh, that one's a little bit. Yep, That was, was a little was bit over over the line. That one. Yeah, how did get away with it? I have no idea. But I don't what know. was your favorite sitcom? I know we're going out of. We're not, if you're listening, we're not talking about kayak fishing anymore, just so you, in case you haven't noticed. You can tune in now.
1: Like, I don't know, dude. I'm like a big action guy. Like, well, uh, yeah. Miami Vice was the bomb.com. Oh, the Miami Vice, yeah. Don Johnson driving around in a Ferrari with tubs, yeah. dude. Magnum PI. Did you like Magnum PI? Yeah, that was all right. That was, that, right. That was my MacGyver? favorite. MacGyver? MacGyver. MacGyver. Right up my alley, dude. Dude, like my guy. the Tinker.
2: Walker. That was a little bit newer, but Texas Walker. Oh, Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger. Yeah, Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah. I was more, I liked sitcoms. I love, I don't know. I just, I love to laugh. And I used to yeah. love, I used to love Cheers, man. Yeah. That was my, my favorite one. one. Much. No, I, the I loved them, man.
1: I mean, I watched a few episodes, but that that wasn't my thing.
2: That wasn't my jam. Miami Vice, that was a cool one. Yeah. Favorite dude. favorite movie going up. Um, Your favorite movie in general doesn't mean going up. Whatever. Yeah, that's hard, man. You're like, not a big movie like, buff. Like
1: now, like the whole John Wick series. Like oh, that's that, a good one. Um. Like the Fast and Furious series. There was a couple yeah. in there that were lame. Um, like I said, I'm a big action guy. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I had a lot of different movies I'd watch as a kid. But see, that's the thing. Like, I don't watch very many new movies. Like, I still watch movies from, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah. Late 90s. Like, that's, that's just, I'm stuck there, you know?
2: I I personally I love you can get me talking about movies I can do a whole if I wouldn't do a podcast about cat fishing I'd probably do a podcast about movies I love talking about movies and acting and all that stuff I don't
1: That's go cool. to the movies man
2: Ever. I don't go as I don't go to I think by the way I think movie theaters are are gonna be like phones at your house yeah, I think they're gonna yeah. be gone in a few years. it's all going to streaming. Yeah, it's all going to streaming. First of all, there was the shootings that would happen in movie theaters. That took for a while. A lot of people stopped going to movies. Then they came back. Now, the whole COVID-19, there's a lot of companies that are saying, you know what, we can just do streaming and charge for it.
0: Well, yeah.
2: I mean, there was some some movies that were already in the can and ready
1: to go. And, um, you know. Movie theaters closed down, so now they're just uh, putting it out on Amazon and various other streaming plat- platforms, you know, uh, so they can at least try to make some money back. So it sucks, it sucks, but what are you gonna do?
2: Yeah, it is. Everything. It's crazy how things have changed. One of the things that I think is going to be gone: cable TV. Eventually, is going to be substituted by streaming. If it not, if it hasn't yeah. already. Happen. I remember when you used to get like cable, when you used to get internet, like companies would try to like tell you, well, subscribe to our TV channels. Now they don't even bother. Yeah. You were telling you to subscribe to other cable TV channels. They're like, yeah, just do the streaming because we're about to close this down, anyways. Well, cable TV got just so ridiculously expensive. And
1: now you could stream exactly what you want when you want and not have to worry about the commercials. Um, I mean, there are a couple like streaming platforms like YouTube or or uh, what's that other one? I think it's like Vudu um, and other things where like you could watch movies for free, but you got to see a commercial like at the beginning or the end, sometimes in the middle. But like, you know, I haven't had cable TV since 2017. We just yeah, we have all streaming, you know year at the house so you know we got uh, netflix amazon uh my wife just got hulu and we got that voodoo the only thing I've that sucks really. is i can't watch uh sports yeah that's so the only thing once in a while there is an app um i forget what it is i'll order the hockey season so i can watch yeah and it's like 10 bucks a month you know so but i
2: don't know plus i think a lot of sports now there's a lot of bunch of like apps you can download on your phone it's kind of bootleg live sports now it's going to be like 30 or 60 seconds behind the actual live. but there's a bunch of them like you know just turn off the notifications so you won't get the results before you want right yeah that to me is like i do not right now the only reason why i watch uh, TV is just sports. If I'm not watching a sport, very rarely am I <laughs> going to sit down and watch a TV. Unless I, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I might
1: watch TV 45 minutes or so before I go to bed. It depends how fast I fall asleep. Like I'm always doing something, working, uh, whether it be actual my actual job, the podcast, uh, working on the kayak fishing stuff in the garage working on a wood project in the garage whatever and the only time i watch tv is when i lay down and get ready to go to bed and I've, it's just
2: something i fall asleep too because that's something i've done for years yeah that's my wife does this i can't do it i just yeah. can't do it my wife does the same thing she'll watch tv and then boom fall asleep Then yeah. i have to go down and turn the tv off <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny i've got I, I, it's part of growing up like i've never been able to do that Never yeah. been able to, like, watch TV and just fall asleep. All right, man. Well, Brian, thank you for filling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, no it. problem, man. No problem. We already been it, talking it was, for an hour. And, it was uh, fun to uh, switch it
1: up and talk some different stuff. Other yeah,
2: I think sometimes we get stale
1: with all the yeah. kayak fishing subjects.
2: So well it gives us a different defense.
1: That, and I think it, it kind of, like, gives uh, listeners a little background into who we are and, you know, yeah. our past and stuff like that. So that's cool
2: i like
1: yeah, it man was
2: fun yeah right thanks we got to do it more often so anyways if you made it this far into the podcast we appreciate it this is been the bass kayak and beer segment on panel fit network remember you can check us uh out douglas rods a sponsor official sponsor for my segment it's out douglas com to find out about their amazing rods top of the line rods tournament angler rods um douglasoutdoors.com you can find their nearest authorized sealer you now if you don't have an authorized there's, sealer near you you can get them online too there's a question what's your favorite douglas rod oh the crap i forgot the name of it um or at least the model number it's i, I love throwing chatter baits um and seven, my favorite one is 724f yeah i think so it is let me look i the have X to go matrix back. Yeah, oh yeah, X Matrix all the way. I love their I s- recently started using the LRS Um and I love that one too. Um, yeah, the casting or spinning? Spinning. It's great, rod. Yeah. Got, um yeah, I
1: got I got two. I got one casting, one spinning. Both are seven, two fours.
2: My the mine that I use for chatterbaits is the seven six medium. Uh, moderate a- moderate moderate action um, oh, okay um, yeah it is uh, I love it I don't have I love rod. it it's a medium heavy actually not medium yeah it's great for for um, it's I mean it's great for chatterbaits and crackbaits I love it on chatterbaits and I know I already said goodbye and but if you're still listening do yourself a favor i'm one of those guys that when i started and i'm going to do an episode like this i promise that when i want to start fishing i thought okay a reel has these resilient components right and i thought to myself that's the most important thing a right. rod is just a piece of stick this yeah. was my mentality so when i was going to buy complete and, opposite <laughs> yeah i was started buying expensive reels and whatever i could afford like a 50 dollars rod just because I wanted this high expensive reel and then a $15 rod. I cannot tell you the amount of fish that I would lose, especially in a chatterbait. You can't really screw up. Well, you, I guess you can, but because of the action of the chatterbait, it's hard to have a bad hook set on it because the hook set is set pretty much by the velocity of the fish hitting a moving bait that's moving fast. So, and... I recently, after recording a few episodes with a few of the best out there that started talking to me about this, I said, no man, you're going about it the wrong way. It's at some point, if you have a budget, try to figure out that balance between a great rod and a great reel. Real. If you have to sacrifice one of the two, I've I, I'm telling you, I've changed that. Aspect. I go with the best rod that I can, and then I'll try to find a good reel, even if it's not high-end reel or maybe a middle of the pack reel. I won't go to an entry reel, but entry-level reel, but something in the middle back, the pack, you know, <laughs> in the hundred-dollar neighborhood. If I if I have to choose between a great rod, if, between a three hundred, four hundred-dollar rod, or three or four hundred-dollar reel, trust yeah. me. The only time what I do. That I do really think, okay, I need to get a great reel is for crankbaits. You need a great reel for crankbaits because you sure. need to cast that long distance, get that crankbait to stay at that designed um, depth. Or so that one, you really do need to spend some money on a great, great reel in order to get the maximum out of your crankbaits. But other than that, I mean, I'm telling you, i the I've I switch and I'm not. I don't want to sound this like an infomercial because I've used St. Croix rods and I've used Douglas rods. And on both occasions, I've sticking with Douglas rods because I love like them more, but on both the St. Croix and the Douglas rod, I have yet to miss a fish on a on a chatterbait. Sure. Uh, once you get that bait, I have never had it come up. I had the crankstick from um, Bass Pro Shops. It was like $100. Now they sell it for $50. Yeah. Dude, I cannot tell you how many times I've had on the Slay Nation Tournament Series, and I'm going to say the names. but there was guys who were fishing in a team, uh, young kids. Um, they were on a budget. So, you know, same thing. They got, you know, whatever they can afford in rods. Sure. They lost the tournament. We, I was talking to them because they came out like second, third place. And it was a rough day. I managed to catch the big bass of the day on that tournament. Um which one won be like $70. But I told him, like, man, you're one of the few who, catch, who almost caught a limit. says, oh, no, we caught – we got a limit. The problem is we kept losing him. They can't come him off, keep coming off. It's like, man, if you would have just had a better rod, if you would have spent – that would have paid up because that was difference from winning for them. I think they won like $100 sure. coming in second or third. Or to coming in first, you would have gotten them three hundred dollars. So the rods would have pretty much paid for themselves. Yeah. Right, if you're right, a right. tournament angler, man, you need to get. And and again, there's a lot of people there's on budget. Hey, man, if all you can afford is a fifty dollar rod to get you on the water, go ahead, you know, and then save up for the next your next rod. I don't want right, to pressure right. anybody into saying you have to spend four hundred dollars. All you need is a rod and a reel, and it could be the cheapest one you can find the market. You can still catch fish. Don't get me wrong. Um, not trying to pressure anybody to overexpand your limits, but try as much as you can. Save the money. Get yourself a garage. You're gonna thank me. Trust me. Anyways, yeah, that was my buddy. that was my how do you call that um, rant rant of the day. <laughs> so Brian, thanks again for listening, man. No Appreciate problem, it. man. Anytime. Take care, buddy. Peace out. Peace.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle fin